0: Hey guys, this is John and Austin, and this is another episode of the Gistics Squeaky Chair Podcast. I don't know if you can hear that, but every time I move, our chair squeaks. You're good. Mine's good. You move more than I do, so we give you the best. No, I I assume I move significantly more than you do. Oh, big time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm not good at sitting still.
1: We need new chairs.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So we've got a couple of things to talk about before we get to Meat Matters real quick. Austin and I leave next Wednesday. Uh, We have a 20-ish hour drive ahead of us up to Missoula, Montana, where we're going to be at uh, the BHA event rendezvous. Uh, It's their yearly gathering. Going to get a chance, hopefully, to meet some really cool BHA members, uh, some other vendors. Uh, I'm going to have a wild game cooking demonstration at the very beginning of it. I'm just going to make some bratwurst out of whatever they give for me Uh, i'm gonna do the supreme pizza i did send along with that i sent casings seasoning and cheese i was like i might as well okay i just send it up there so it's up there or it's on its way up there um so that ends saturday your your and my plan is as soon as we're done there hop in the car and start the trek back so hopefully we could be back midday sunday
1: in theory, if we drove all the way through, we'd be back around noon on Sunday, yeah, yeah.
0: so then sleep all day Sunday I'm not coming in I't
1: I won't be at work on Monday yeah
0: and then I have a new employee starting Tuesday, hopefully, so I have to come in then so eh, that's our next week
1: and're we're going we're gonna to have a little fun with the drive too, since it's about 20 hours up and 20 hours back, uh, we were talking about this the other day we're going to bring Um, something for recording equipment and see if we, we can't record, uh, at least a podcast, um, maybe multiple. We could record like 40 podcasts. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll record at least one, get some road trip with John and Austin thoughts out there and, uh,
0: we'll probably have some fun with it. Probably won't have any like meat matter stuff. It'll just be like me talking about, oh, I see a red cow. I see. A... <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it's going to be about, but it should be fun. Um, all right. So we've got some other things to, to discuss as well as what's going on on Waltons.com. But on the live stream on Monday, Austin said that he was it on the live stream or was it after?
1: No, this, it was last week. It was last podcast? We're talking about this. Okay, yes. Yeah, it was after the last podcast. Austin
0: said he had food for us this time and that my problem with it would be the delivery system. I've been trying to figure out what that means and he's got it in a white styrofoam cup. We're eating it with
1: spoons. Okay. So it's in a cup and it's with spoons and it's meat. So it's just weird and different. But you have this horrible propensity to feed me Awkward things. It's not horrible.
0: I'm trying to expand your...
1: Yeah. So I, I I found something the other day that I'm like, this is great. I'm going to make John eat this. Uh, it actually, it's not going to be
0: bad. Should I... Uh, do we want to play the game where I test taste it and then try and figure out what it is? Or is it going to be obvious once I see it?
1: I don't know. I've never tasted it. So I'm, ta- I'm going to taste oh. it with you
0: the first time. Awesome. So I'm going to get a look uh, at it.
1: It is not a standard protein so that that i think is a deal like i think you'll you'll need to guess what protein it is um but it's not it's not beef pork chicken
0: okay but it is meat
1: yes mostly
0: it looks like a almost like a bouillon I thought it, was cook- it actually looks like baby poop <laughs> I thought it was cookie butter it is dude. very much what it looks like
1: to be honest it very much looks like baby poop i have a five my daughter just turned five months uh yesterday <laughs> and that is exactly yeah. what her poop looks like nope. It's, it's a, like that show, like a yellowish if,
0: brown.
1: A, a dirty brown mustard. Uh-huh. 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 Here, it I, doesn't smell good. Either. Even the consistency. Yeah.
0: Just to make that. What's up? Ca- show the camera, please. It doesn't smell good either. Um, I don't know how to describe the smell, but unpleasant. It looks like applesauce. Sort of. You said cookie butter, and yeah. oh, how I wish it was. <laughs> I thought
2: it was. I go, you know, that's his favorite, right?
0: Okay. Smelling it, it's got like a... Uh, like a very beef stewy kind of oh. smell, but not the good stuff in the beef stew. Like, after you've eaten all the beef and it's just stew, plant <laughs> stuff left, and stew stuff left.
2: I can't tell so if he's so looking is, forward to not, it.
0: That doesn't smell bad. Oh, no, it does. It doesn't smell good.
1: No, I actually think it'll be appetizing. Are you ready? We
0: have a spoon for Patrick, no. but he has politely declined <laughs> to partake how big are you okay so a full i
2: got a full spoon full you spoon? know yeah. after lunch i am All i right. can't One, really eat anything two, three. Oh man how oh we, it tastes like nothing oh nothing's this. it's just kind of yeah it's got blah. a nothing
0: taste is it crickets no ah.
1: okay it's not that obscure protein okay then okay it, so
0: that's the floor we okay. know what so we know it's more normal than crickets
1: i think there's coloring in it too okay because that's not what the color should be
0: that's not what the color should be why would you aim for that color I have no idea. Is this like your emergency food? Did you like open up emergency <laughs> food? No, but that would actually that, be really fun to do. That would be a good one. It's a good guess. Um, we can't use any of mine because I need all of mine <laughs> for the end times. Um, do you want a hint? Yeah. Give me a
1: hint. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it'd be worse. Um, but you said something earlier that I said no to, but you were actually right.
0: Oh, well, that's not fair. What is it? Today? Uh-huh. I said baby food okay so it's baby oh, food, d-
1: it's baby food. Oh, okay oh okay so yeah well, as soon as you said oh there's a new like meat baby food out that's what this is <laughs> yes i was just that like was you that nailed that it that meat meat. Meat baby food.
0: Meat so meat. i read an article or i saw an article about it so it's it's
1: bison oh cool so they had they had bison beef pork chicken turkey they might have had something else but bison was the 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 most non-standard one they have. So yeah. I was like, oh, that'd be cool. Sweet. But with
0: kobachi, squash, and spinach. That's what I don't like is the spinach. Oh,
1: the oh, that's probably how you get the colors, the spinach. Yeah, that's with, probably yeah.
0: the... Well, the squash is probably that color. Right? Spinach is, oh. spinach is green. Okay. I don't know. I don't eat a lot of spinach. But <laughs> oh, you know it. I know it's green. <laughs> yeah, um, Is that the same brand you had seen before? I just saw an article on it. Okay. I didn't see, didn't see the... Uh, the product itself. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not bad. I was
1: just hoping for something different. Like, cause I don't know.
0: I imagine baby food by its very like design is bland tasting. Like yeah. You don't want to give a kid a bunch of spices or you're going to have some problems. What is the
1: ingredients on it? Ingredients. Uh, yeah. It's got, got the bison squash, spinach, water, and avocado oil. So it's very
0: very basic basic. that's good though that's obviously what you want
1: um 20 milligrams of sodium yeah it needs it needs like a whole (laughs) tablespoon of salt in this whole
0: thing of course you want to put more salt in it uh speaking of of salt i do have the ribs in the slow cooker over there it's dr pepper and your firecracker rub i'm gonna say initial smell tests not promising (laughs) does not smell good how coated them
1: how 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 did you do? Is there like liquid Dr Pepper sitting in the bottom, or did you marinate it with Dr no, Pepper? No, no,
0: liquid. It's cooking in Dr Pepper.
1: Okay, so then the ribs were just rubbed with
0: firecracker. It's rubbed within an inch of their life. I used about three quarters of a shaker on one rack. There you go. You're learning <laughs> the ways of Austin. I even said it during. Well, it's because it's for you because you love that seasoning. It's like Austin loves to overseason things, so I'm just going to put as much on this as I can. And then when I was pouring the Dr. Pepper in, I was trying to keep it like to not splash on the seasoning. Once the Dr. Pepper touches something in the seasoning, the fizz is out of control. <laughs> yeah. Enormous amounts of fizz.
1: think of fizz, totally off topic, but you, have you seen the, the sprite challenge thing? No. Okay. You take, take a like 16.9, 20 ounce bottle of regular Sprite okay. and you have to drink it all like at once. Like chug yeah, as fast as you can. And you can't burp. can't burp, can't do anything. When you're done, you'll either have the most massive burp of your life or you will puke. Sprite yeah, foam everywhere.
0: Yeah. yeah, that is way too much. Maybe a 12 ounce I could do. I will say this, when I'm really thirsty, like if I've been out working... All day in the yard, or uh, I mean, I don't ever have a Sprite around. But when I am super thirsty, and Sprite is an option, it is by far the best like thirst quencher. Mm. Now yeah. it's got a disgusting amount of sugar in it, so I don't really drink it. But what I do like is the Sprite Zero. Yes. And then my uh, grape <laughs> drink stuff, best drink ever. However, yeah. I have not been drinking hardly any of those. I've been drinking mostly water. For the past week or so i've also mostly the only uh caveat or the only thing i've eaten in the last five days that wasn't either a fruit or just meat is uh like these little keto uh coconut and chocolate bars that i eat i'm starting to feel better you
1: back yeah you back on the diet starting train to then. get more
0: yeah. like my workouts have been better like meaning that they're happening beyond me just looking at the weights and going, <laughs> all right, I guess I'll do something. Like I've actually been putting effort into it again. So what's perfect about this is we're about to screw all of that up by going away for four or five days next week. So I'll fall right back off and we'll be eating combos and all this nonsense in the car.
1: I imagine it won't be too bad while we're out just because the, the BHA group, from what I've seen, like they're a more active and physically fit group. That's and true. That they're... Uh, like a lot of what we see is just, it's, it's more activity in nature and Fair doing point. things than, I mean, yeah, not to call out other organizations, but some of the other conservation organizations, it's, I think it's more about just raising money and a few more of a feel good thing than yes. like actively participating. Doing something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's why, uh, the BHA, well, one of the reasons I'm sure that, uh, good morning America, right.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't remember if it was ABC or CBS. It was one of those. It was one
0: of those had a big production with uh, BHA where they went out with the CEO. We took them fishing. It was a pretty cool piece. We were both surprised that they that they did it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not that BHA. Of course, BHA would do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a thought when we were having the tornadoes around here the other day. I'm like, what if we get up to Missoula and they have a tornado there? My thought was, we've got the perfect people in Missoula to help clean up. I think everybody would just immediately start going, pulling lumber off of, hopefully off of people.
1: Mm -hmm. So, hopefully not off of people.
0: Well, I mean, the people in their basements. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't know if Missoula gets tornadoes. I imagine not. I'm gonna say no.
1: It'd be. I'm sure anywhere in the country could get them, but it'd probably be so, so far beyond rare that
0: we got one in New York. When I was there,
1: you so. can. Did you get it like before or after a hurricane, tropical storm was coming through?
0: I don't know. I don't think so.
1: Because usually that's what I hear, like out on the coast when they get them, is it's like the byproduct of um, uh, another major would, system like that that's spawning tornadoes as it goes through.
0: That would make sense. Uh, but I mean, we were in upstate New York, and it was just a microburst. So weird. Yeah, I don't know. All right, the twenty and thirty pound. Walton's Electric Sausage Stuffers are on the website. So right now for pre-order, we have the 20-pound, we have the 30-pound, we have the uh, Walton's One-Shot. All three of those have been ordered. They're on their way in. Patrick and I did some stuff uh, grinding One-Shot versus regular this morning, and it was five, probably more than when we finally figured it out exactly, but it was at least five times as fast doing it through the One-Shot. That's insane. And in my opinion, just my opinion. Actually, I have something to back this up. It might be a little bit cleaner of a grind. So the first time I used this system, I ground it. I'm like, okay, I should. It looks great to me, but probably should get a commercial opinion on that. So I put it in the fridge, and I was gonna ask somebody in uh, commercial sales to come look at it after lunch. And I just happened to walk back in from lunch, and I saw Kurt. And Kurt's like, "That's great grind in there." He's like, "Well, that's." Perfect. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. It does a great job, like perfect, like really, really nice fat particles and lean particles. So very happy with it. Um, Another thing, we, the the whole mix meat in between or uh, mix in between grinds thing. So we did that last week, two weeks ago. Um, And one of the major things about that is you wouldn't necessarily want to mix your salt in, and then re-grind it. And since we're telling everyone to use prepackaged seasoning, that's not an option. But I do feel like I need to do a test on the speed of after you've mixed your meat in that second grind versus no seasoning. Because this is just a hunch. It's just really from watching the video Patrick shot. The second grind, se- second grind seemed to be a little bit quicker when it had the seasoning mixed in. You think so? It really did.
1: Because in theory, it should be the opposite. So right? Why? because as soon as you add uh as soon as you add the salt you're you're gonna uh, create uh, protein extraction faster and easier and as soon as you start doing that it gets sticky and it's gonna get more more likely to bind up and slow down instead of just
0: processing running through okay but if it's sticky and it's binding up it might actually do the opposite could be pulling it it might allow it all to like go down because it gives it some resistance because what's what's causing the you know the back pressure is that stuff's all loose and it wants to just escape to the area of least resistance if it's all bound up and something starts going everything's going to go with it
1: the rest of it's going to pull along uh huh yeah.
0: so i'm going to i'm going to do some side by side trials on that hopefully here somewhat soon but super excited for for both of those the The electric sausage stuffer is going to be great, especially for people who do a lot of uh, their own processing. Now, there are definitely some rules with the electric sausage stuffer. Uh, If you're doing snack sticks, you are the only binder that we're going to say can be used with it is the sure gel. I found that out. I tried to do soy protein blend in it uh, when sure gel was hard to get um, and just it did not work. And I was talking to your father about it, and he's like, yeah, when, uh, when Shergel first came out, I can't remember the person's name, but he's like, so-and-so. And Probably and, Jerry.
1: Right,
0: was it Jerry Hall?
1: Either Jerry or Jay.
0: I bet you it was Jerry. A- anyways, he said, what's going to make this so amazing is how much better it will be for snack sticks. I was like, well, why is that? He's like, oh, it'll make stuffing so much easier. I'm like, well, that is absolutely true, because it is a difference of night and day. Yeah. And then you are going to want to use uh, the high end of uh, the water recommendation. So we always say if you add sure gel, you can add up to one and a half uh, quarts, no, liters. Quarts. Quarts. Quart, liter. I mean, they're honestly, so the they're, they're close. Okay. They're close. Liters. One and a half uh, liters of water per 25 pound batch. Um, and then the smallest casing or the smallest stuffing tube it's coming with is a 13 millimeter. We tried to get a 12 millimeter, but there's all sorts of issues getting down to that size. 13 millimeter, no problem. 21 millimeter snack stick casing goes right on there. You can get a 19 millimeter snack stick on there, but there's some tricks to it, which still don't make sense to me, but I've done it like 30 times and it works every time. Yeah. I even talked to our Devro rep. Uh, Devro is who we get all our casings from. And he didn't even bother responding when he eventually figured out. He goes, what did he say? He said, that stuffing tube is way too big for that casing. And he just stopped responding. <laughs> He's like, you guys are stupid. Um, but it does work. It does work. So I was interested in that. Uh, a couple other quick things. Um, I thought we did. But I talked to J. Michael Kaminsky yesterday. Is yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. And he said we didn't thank him or Dow Strong for the obliterator. I was sure we did. I'm pretty sure we did. Maybe we sure did it we after. Did.
1: Unless we weren't recording at the time. It was a live but stream. But that was the live stream. It was a live stream. I'm, I
0: swear, it because he said we didn't. I'm like, we definitely did.
1: Yeah, I'm well, almost positive we if did. If we but.
0: didn't, huge thank you. Um, obviously, that was awesome. Really appreciated it. Uh, and then he also mentioned that he said, hey, something funny. He's like, if you ever like, want to know a, a dog treat, it's like your collagen casings, Dog you know, dogs. <laughs> so um what his story was his dog found a package of them and got through them and like tore them all up, was hiding around the house. So I was like, Oh, that's awesome. I have some like stale collagen casings, I'll bring them here. Or bring them home. So I did that and I like ripped off a piece and gave it to each of them. And they were like, eh, whatever. They didn't care about it. But they were real interested when I op- like pulled it. So I'm like, oh, they want to like. So I broke it in half and I gave each one half. And Riggins immediately goes down, puts it between his paws and just starts going, grab, pull, grab, (laughs) pull, grab, pull. Because that's all what he wants to do. Brutus is just over there with his head down, like chewing on the whole collapse thing. I was like, he's going to choke on that. So I tried to get a bone and like show it to him so he would switch it out. No, he just swallowed the whole thing. So now I'm like, oh my God, how bad is that for his insides? But perfectly normal this morning his yeah. bathroom no problem it,
1: it should digest it just digested fine. just
0: fine yeah but if you're ever in or if you're ever looking for something to do with like old collagen dogs like them especially if it's collapsed down and they can like play with it and pull it
1: a much softer version of a rawhide bone
0: very very much softer yeah but they enjoyed it that's cool all right you got anything else before we go to meat matters nope okay so there's an article uh from business insider oddly enough Uh, The article says scientists are sending free lab-made bacon to people who developed meat allergies from the tick bite, trying to understand the odd disorder. So this is alpha-gal. Now, these pigs that they're using to create the bacon are modified for organ transplants and are designed to prevent organ rejection. So... Uh, Alpha-gal is involved in the rejection of animal to human organ transplants since it alerts the immune system that the tissue came from a different species. So when scientists set out to make a pig that could be used for organ donors, they genetically engineered a herd of alpha-gal free swine. Now, the response from the people at AGS was mostly positive. No one had an allergic reaction from the modified meat. People generally enjoyed the samples. That's pretty crazy.
1: That's weird.
0: So who was it? That saw this whole tick meat allergy alpha gal thing and was like, hey, we have a whole herd of pigs over here that are, you know, could possibly help somebody out with that. It's just stunning that that's what it is. So, what's happening? The tick is biting the person and it's making them, it's making their body have an autoimmune response anytime another, like a, a protein that I guess is similar enough enters the body. Cause I guess it's a lot more serious than I thought. I thought that you were just going to get sick, like throw up, go to the bathroom, people go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not as, it's a much bigger deal than I thought it was initially.
1: What I like is one of the headlines, uh, in the article says the pigs were FDA approved as both food and medicine. How awesome would that be to get a prescription from your doctor
0: for bacon? (laughs) bacon? (laughs) You have to give me this. Oh, it'd be amazing. It's required. My doctor said so. Um, Then there was uh, one that actually technically came before this, but this is uh, in Vermont. Five poachers killed so many deer that it'll take years for herds to recover. So these were five guys who were just not paying any attention to hunting laws um, and just poaching, killing deer whenever they wanted. Um, what surprised me though, so for people who don't know what Vermont is is like, uh, it is all woods. Like the entire state is woods and mountains, valleys, wilderness, everywhere. 14 deer were enough to destroy a herd that it's going to take it years and years to repopulate? Yeah, part of me looks at it and I'm like, one
1: stupid group of hunters that's, yep. that's giving us all a bad name yep. but two it does seem like it's a little blown out of proportion like yes poaching at all is illegal it's bad don't do it but at the same time it's not like the world and the deer population is just going to be non-existent because 14 were
0: yeah definitely not it seems like an overreaction especially when you take into the account like there's more white tail here than when columbus came to america like they are a dominant species now so some i'm sure people in iowa would love it if they would increase the the number they hit them with their cars left and right out Mm -hmm. there especially coming out of those cornfields
1: yeah i I mean at the end of the day i look at it and regardless of of anything else like it all just to me boils back to the beginning and just if you're hunting out there don't don't do stupid things that's going to get into the news and give everyone a bad name right uh we hunters have a a hard enough time with uh their reputation and the media outlook on things that's why john and i were saying we were surprised that bha got the uh the spot on the national morning news show is just because typically our industry does not get get shown in a good light so when there's things out there that people do that are stupid it's like this it just it hurts all of us
0: yeah yeah absolutely probably also part partly of why bha was chosen is because of the type of work they do it's less about i mean i know it's backcountry hunters and anglers but they make a big push to like clean up so it's not like hey let's all go hunt it's like hey let's all go make this area more beautiful
1: yeah, what, that that's one of the cool things that I think BHA National does it, but specifically um, in the state of Kansas, um, their pack out event and what what we do with that, um, we basically say for every bag of trash or equivalent, because they end up pulling out stuff that is it doesn't go in trash bags, yeah, it's not, tires, no it's it a mattress, there. it's whatever, yeah. but trash bag or equivalent, uh, we we donate five dollars to the state of kansas bha group um and so that ends up equating to a lot of money Sure, um, we write them a very hefty check um but it's cool that they go out and they just they cl- they clean up state parks clean up public grounds they just go through and just pull out all the trash that everybody else just Throws out yep. for whatever reason, but yeah, they, they, they take it upon themselves to just make sure that what we have out there in, in public lands is is clean and beautiful.
0: Yep, they work with game wardens. Uh, Kurtz told me a couple stories of game wardens getting in touch with them, um, basically saying, "Hey, this area out here needs a needs some attention." Yeah, and they'll organize something and go do it. Pretty awesome. Um, next article is uh, from. Wburr.org and it's more than money the monopoly on meat so really long article uh we will go ahead and post the uh, link on Meatistics on the uh, podcast post but i just want to highlight a couple of things first uh the guy bill bullard i've reached out uh seeing if i if he has any interest in being on the podcast um i've read his name numerous times here in the last couple of months i've told him that we've talked about his work, what he's done, and if he wants like a platform to to further push that, because he is the legal defense fund uh, for uh, ranchers and seems like they're doing, or not seems like, they are doing really good work. A couple of quotes from the article to kind of highlight that. Um, So he's talking here, says, well, we have about 729,000 independent cattle producers to ranchers left in the United States of America, that's a decline from 1.3 million head just a few decades ago. Today, we have 6 million head fewer cattle in our cattle herd than we had just four decades ago. The interviewer then asks him, when is soon enough? What if this gets fixed in the next five to 10 years? His response was, that's way too late. We've got to do something this year. We've got to restore competition. Because these are ranchers that are going bankrupt and are selling out, We've got additional feedlots that are closing their doors. And once you lose the competitive infrastructure, it's game over for the entire industry. Perfect. Like look at the, the hog industry. That is all big businesses from beginning to end. There are very few independent pig farmers out there. And there certainly aren't any of them that are making a dent in Smithfield. And, you know, those guys, they control it from A to Z from breeding to slaughter they have that entire thing and if we allow that to happen to the beef industry we're not going to be happy with the the long-term outcomes of that it is going to be a problem so don't know hopefully there's some stuff we can do to to support him and we can get him on the podcast to to talk about that
1: i'd be interested to know if some of the difference in in the fewer head of cattle is it how how does that relate to the actual meat consumption? Is meat consumption going down, going up? I would I would assume, and from what I've known and seen in the past, it's not going down at least like that. If we have no. six million less, is it just basically? My thought goes to: is it just because the turnaround from uh, birth to harvest is faster? Is there a faster turnaround now than there was mm. four decades ago? Mm. Four decades ago, did it take three years? To, uh, to get it have a cattle away. ready to harvest and now we don't take that long
0: it's possible that yeah that could be slightly possible um i'd guess that it is more that there's just less in i mean there's way more huge factory farming ranchers and there's way less independent ones
1: oh so maybe that's six million fewer in just the independent herd yes okay
0: yeah that's how i read it at least that's that a, would make more sense yeah that's then. a okay that's a like I copied and pasted pasted that in from the articles. So that's how I read that. Uh, but it's definitely something to keep our eyes. I mean we've we've complained a decent amount about J.BS, uh, all the big ones and some of their practices. If we continue to lose these small to medium ranchers, it's only going to get worse. Beef prices are only going one way, and that's the really annoying thing is they're not they're not making money. Our beef is more expensive. So all that money is going somewhere. Either lower the price of my beef or at least make it more fair across the industry. And we've talked about in the past, a big part of this problem is uh, the auction lots. They've made agreements with these big companies ahead of times where they're just like, yep, this is how much I'll pay. So there's no no negotiation. There's no actual auction. It's all preset, which is not how it was set up to be.
1: Yeah. We've already seen a few uh, anti-trust type lawsuits come through and one of them got settled like super snappy. It'll be interesting to see where where things lead over the next year, two years. And if anything else comes out, if it all just kind of fizzles away, I don't know.
0: But those settlements that they're paying, I'm sure they're just like, yeah, whatever, pay this. Like You can't just keep letting them pay money to get away with it at some point you have to go no this is an unfair practice i'm obviously not a big regulation guy i'm more libertarian and all that but i mean there are good reasons to prevent monopolies in the united states so Uh, all right this one's interesting this was uh an article in upi health news and it says colon cancer red meat risk study so it says Uh, patients risk for disease recurrence or death from colon cancer was not affected by their eating red or processed meat. According to researchers, those who consumed up to 15 servings per week of red meat and up to 30 of processed meats had essentially the same risk for colon cancer uh, recurrence or death. The data showed. Now it also says those who had reported consuming on average seven servings of red meat per week had a 16% lower Risk for cancer recurrence or death in patients who consumed an average of less than two servings per week. So interesting how we're starting to see some studies come out reversing field on the quote-unquote risks of eating red meat. Um, now, to be completely fair, and I put a note in here so I remember to talk about talk about it. They followed these people for eight years. They didn't say it, but to me, what that means is they're relying on a food diary. Sorts which I've criticized numerous times in the past as very unreliable. So take this with a grain of salt. But sixteen percent is a significant risk reduction. Mm-hmm. So there's something there.
1: Yeah, which that's like the opposite of everything. At least I've heard in the uh-huh. past number of years oh, is and that for
0: the uh, last twenty years, yeah, probably
1: red meat and processed meat. Oh, you eat it and you're going to get cancer and I colon always, cancer. Yeah. I just kind of ignore it and I'm like, whatever, I'll, I'll take my chances.
0: (laughs) So the, the reverse of this coming out or this coming out now and it being a reversal of what was previously pushed or said or whatever, have anything you think to do with the, the rising cost of beef? The fact that it is more expensive now, almost like they're like, oh, we better give beef some positive
1: spin. Mm -hmm. Doubt it. You don't think so? I don't think so. But, I mean, it's hard It's hard to say. Okay. Who, who really knows?
2: For my own personal safety, I'm disagreeing with John right now, so. He doesn't want to be capped? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be in on that, so.
0: Oh, did you see, uh, I put a, a note under last week's podcast. There was another big fire at a processing plant. Oh, Jesus. So, I mean. You're on it. I, I said, did I say that too soon? Um, no, because my theory is that it's not actually anything sinister what it is it's two things it's a, a breakdown of infrastructure like a lot of these plants were built in the 60s and 70s and you know they're probably trying to save money and haven't been maintained as well as they i know of local not meat processing plants, but I know of local plants who are going through that now having more problems than ever because for the last 20 years, they've been like, no, let's save money. Don't replace this. Don't replace that. So everything's hitting all at once. They're going down constantly and it's causing me personal annoyance in loss time with a certain somebody that I would like to spend more time with. Um, so I think it's that. And I also do think it's people just are not as diligent as we once were. I think all these TikToks and reels and everything, I think it's shortened our inten- attention span to the point where people, as they're doing their jobs, they're probably losing attention. Like they're like, uh, I can't think about this for more than 30 seconds. So their brain. So welcome to my world, everybody else. That's what happens to me. <laughs> That's what's wrong in my head. Um, do you have anything else to add to that?
1: Um, the only thing is, I I mean, talking about the whole like maintenance thing and if things are run down, I, I, I would not, not really knowing for sure, but just looking at it high level. I yeah. mean, that would be my first assumption right. is that, yeah, trying to get too much out of it and not putting enough back in to maintain things that could be a, probably a pretty good, uh, causation of some
0: of those things. And then add in the fact that we're talking like a lot of these places deal with either, a lot of animal f- lard you know animal fat which is very flammable once it catches oh burns like crazy once it like once you get yeah, a it, fire going you've never thrown somebody i mean some fat onto a fire after it gets really hot that no, was just thinking does there that like somebody <laughs>
1: first i'm not arguing that point I'm just like does it would it really make a fire worse in a In like a meat plant because of what the fat is that goes through there?
0: I don't Don't know. Depends how much fat, I guess, right? Just Yeah, just go with it, I would say. I think they use some animal
2: fats for candles, so I got your back, John. Thank you. (laughs)
0: Thank you. Um, But also, when you start thinking about like cleaning materials, uh, additives, like one of them was a potato chip. Have you ever looked at the ingredients on a potato chip? It's a bunch I can't recognize. I bet you a good amount of those have a flammable oh yeah portion to them
1: well most food is flammable in some sense anyways
0: what food wouldn't be flammable mm. if it's it's water jello jello would not be flammable what if jello is like a candle what if it'll burn <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's amazing pro- There's probably a
2: jello branded candle out Wait, there somewhere
0: so jello's gelatin made from like it's horse powder uh cr- 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 what is that word like got, yeah. hooves and stuff cr- i can't think Cretine? of creatine that's <laughs> not creatine no clue then. whatever i can't think of the word but i would cretins i would bet that it does have some flammability to it
1: uh yeah so so gelatin um it's it's made from like skin and bone of certain animals sometimes oh, a uh, word.
0: we'll never find it never find it all right well we'll never know whether or not jello burns or not uh there's your title well it's like that uh the bur- does jello burn It's not
2: food related. I feel like some people were setting different foods on fire to prove that they like don't burn or anything like that. Like I think people were taking cheese, like American cheese slices and putting it under flame. And it was just like not burning how normal food would burn. That's... But then they also did the same thing with snow recently, but then it takes a single scientist to just discredit what happened. So there's probably a, a natural occurring phenomenon, but anyways. just am are you saying that snow was burning? It was turning black and it wasn't melting, but there was a – I'm not going to tell you the explanation because I can't regurgitate it. I actually remember this. Yeah. I can't regurgitate it, but there was right. an explanation, yep. but it yep. just reminds me of that.
0: Guys. Okay, fair point. Uh, funny that he says cheese because our next story is higher meat consumption – which was found in MS patients, patients, was linked with lower gut levels of bacteroids, theta So I'm not going to say that again. Um, a bacteria involved with in digesting carbohydrates from vegetables. So if you eat a lot of meat, and you don't eat things like yogurts and healthy cheeses is what i wrote down um because american cheese does not count there's healthy cheese that is a cheese-like product yeah i was gonna say is
1: american cheese actually cheese or is it like velveeta where it's yeah yes
0: um no like healthy cheeses like parmesan like real like real like (laughs) not like the shaker parmesan which is often a lot of cardboard in it. As we Why am I about not? I'm
2: not eating. I don't think I've ever had cheese in my life then. What are like, you talking about?
0: Actual, like from <laughs>
2: a wheel. You got to go to like. Where do you get a wheel of, of
1: you cheese You get a at? slice of the wheel. Yeah. Go, go to, go to Dylan's and they have like a little, uh, reach in refrigerated uh-huh. section of cheese. I love that. And I, I, I can't, I can't actually buy like a whole wheel or even the big chunks. They always have like the little like sample me sections. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where I get mine from. And I, I, if there's something on sale, I'm gonna buy it. Yep. And a lot of times I'll look for just like a little, a little slice, just a little triangle of it. That's, I don't know, three, three, four bucks. I'll, I'll do that to try something new or different.
0: So this Dylan's right down here in that section, all the way at the bottom or all the way at the end, they have that box and that's Uh all on sale. Yeah. So I always get that and a thing of um, prosciutto Mm. and I'll cut some cheese and I'll wrap prosciutto around it. And that's That's like a snack. It's it's delicious. Um, But take some probiotics. I take a lot of probiotics. They're they're very important. You guys are Um,
2: taking probiotics too? What am I not doing? Can can you get a list of things you're doing in a day that I need to look into at least? I was
0: not taking (laughs) probiotics when I was 28.
2: Okay, cool. Don't worry about that. I
1: realized that I'm older than I thought and I've done a a lot of really bad things to my body over the years that I, I started taking probiotics. I take like some some b vitamin pills take multivitamins i take like four multivitamins in a day. that's probably too much and uh i don't know some other stuff too uh some some like omega things sure. i don't omega know 3. i take a whole gamut uh I, I literally have like pill containers uh my wife for morning thing. and yep. evening because yep. that with actual
2: like medicine medicine i take yep. uh can you feel a difference when you don't take uh, your supplements for like a day or so or supplements no well I'm, I'm you know what i mean The stuff I that can. you guys
1: are taking yeah
0: i, I think not s- for a day or two
1: i think i can but i am i don't know i deal with some weird stuff i'm like hype i'm like hypersensitive with how my body feels sometimes mm. uh, you're more in little tune. little things changes and it bothers me yeah but uh I there's mean, actually some i take some actual other medicine
0: if i don't take it i'll i'll, I'll know i'm yeah. not taking it for like two hours after I was supposed to take it. I've seen you Uh, on those days where you forgot it at home or something. My wife, I always tell her she's going to be a great old person because for like the last five years, she has those pill Monday, Tuesday Friday. I'm like, you're already all set. This is going to be nothing for you. But I do like, I have, I have five people I know in the last five years and one of them, I don't really know um, who have developed MS. Jeez. I don't feel like it was that, popular or not popular <laughs> I don't feel like it was that common
2: I only know one guy with it currently so it's, okay. it's my buddy's uh father so
0: oh and that's older anyways but yeah no it seems like it may be a a, a more you're like
2: Dr. Common. Manhattan where everyone that hung around him just got cancer after a while <laughs> so it's I'm actually the cause. you're the common denominator the between these five people's life so okay you're radioactive interesting interesting
0: I, I don't like that thought but it's an interesting thought well, quit meeting new people and people <laughs> won't don't give it to anyone <laughs> yeah. else no, I'm uninterested in making... I'm friendly, but I'm, I don't want more friends at this point. Yeah, <laughs> We were talking about that before you got in. My oldest brother works at
2: State Farm. He tells new hires. He goes, uh, I got five brothers. I don't ha- I don't need any more friends. <laughs> <so> I don't. <laughs> and they think he's joking. He's it's just, not. He just leaves. He's like, yeah, no. Yeah, but, I mean, no. he's professional, but at the same time, right. it's just like you got to close that door before it even before sure. they put their foot in yeah. it.
0: So. I don't want to go out for drinks. I don't want to have you over for dinner. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you Bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs> That's good. All right. You got anything else? I do not. Nice. Nice and short when we started late and we're still done oh, 40, on
2: time. 45 minutes isn't bad for a podcast.
0: No, no, that's, that's pretty good. Oh, man. I
2: say that, but we had like a minute or two where I pressed record and then I obviously shortened all the silences. So the people are probably just like, it's only 38 minutes long. You Well, ho-
0: <laughs> Hold on. Um, so the, the description that I read from my nephew about uh, work, there's somebody else who has something and they say it does a ton. Oh, yeah, our motor is more powerful than theirs, so logically, ours does more than a ton.
2: Wait, you lost me somewhere Sure well, there's a someone used it maybe I can help Someone used a description to describe a product and that it does a ton of something as far as what was it? It wasn't pressure right it was, no, where it was. okay. So we were kind of like, ours is better than that product. And we're kind of iffy on if we could even use the terminology, because we can't really calculate that ourselves ethically in a a way that's like.
0: Whether it, so our motor's more powerful. They say a ton. Ours is more powerful. Couldn't we say more than a ton? Oh, wow. I don't know if they they can hear that, but that was a loud. But then I offered,
2: I was like, well, I looked up the definition of a ton. And there was two different definitions. The first one is unit of measurement. And then the second one was just like a lot of something. So it's like, are they getting away with just clever wordplay? Or did they actually look it up, source it, confirm that it can do that, and then use the word ton appropriately? I think I'm probably going to need to know more context here because I understand <laughs> Still a little he's lost. not getting this. Uh, well, we can't really tell him the product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. Here, I'll just mute all of us for a second so you can tell.
0: So you think they're just using it as like a ton? Like I. Can lift a ton of weights. Obviously, I can't lift two thousand pounds. Yeah, I should, it, probably could.
1: It's <laughs> in in my opinion, it's probably just a a marketing adjective that's used. It's not actually uh, stating
2: a reference of weight.
0: I'm trying to think if there's anything we do like that.
2: I know because we do a good job. Because we've had this discussion before when we all used to meet for stuff and those certain words that we can't use because it's not factual and we're just right. we're setting people up to think the wrong thing so it's i mean now if there was a disconnect between some other people's Commercial, marketing department you know. and you know if they're a bigger company and stuff like that it's they probably have more car blanche, like hey say the words you need to say to sell you know so
1: oh other companies definitely do that and that's that goes back to uh the whole like Commercial grade this, commercial grade oh, that. Oh, yeah. That's what I just That said. discussion. That's a big one. Pe- people people attach words to things yeah. just to sell it. And cheese like
2: product for yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: We we refuse to do that. Uh, I mean, that's why
2: we have that department. We talk through almost all t- new titles or descriptions of stuff and like make sure we're not doing that.
0: Mm-hmm. So. It does say ton and ton is capitalized. Oh, they're even draw, drawing attention to it. So it seems more like they actually mean. Well, someone didn't have their
1: Grammarly extension working that day. Oh, nice. I don't know. Huh? It's possible. It's possible. I don't know. I, it, how, how could you test that? Can you have the, the plunger on the stuffer run down and push a oh. scale?
0: Right. But then we would need, so uh, Pat yeah. and I looked them up and they're not cheap. It, we We have a floor scale. Uh, how would you get it? You would need to get that floor scale inside that somehow. Oh. So we need, we need people entirely. who know
2: what they're doing because uh, we're just. <laughs> I smarter think we're, people. Uh, yeah, he there's probably smarter. a simpler way. Yeah. Well, he, I'm in that boat too. So we need someone that just knows what they're talking about. You
1: just need the top part and something on the side for support to, to hold it. And you're going to set it on the middle of the, the scale and have it pushed down far enough i don't but it wouldn't be able to be on it
2: It'd have yeah. to you'd be have off to on almost, something else you don't almost have to suspend the uh, entire thing which you can't uh-huh. do. you can't do that because yeah. then oh man so ha-
0: you need something that's small enough to go inside that and then read it
2: i was telling pat there's a guy on youtube that does he has millions of subscribers but he like he pits uh like uh, equipment against one uh, okay. against itself. So he tests screwdrivers or, you know, belt sanders or whatever, but he has a rubric for them and he has these different instruments that can gauge the pressure at which something breaks and stuff like right. that. So now how to get that inside of what we're trying to do. I have no clue, but know I know it. it does exist and it's gotta be cheap enough to where a guy like that can maybe get a bunch of them. He's but got
0: millions of subscri- subscri- it, yeah, subscribers. Yeah, exactly. Probably so, not much he can't. Yeah. Afford, good point. Good point. Especially if it's for the <laughs> show.
2: Yeah. Well, if I send you a link, you would kind of maybe think okay. in the middle. But uh, I'll yeah. take
0: a look at it. But no, uh, the cheapest one we found, I think, was like $450. Mm. And that's the only reason we would ever have it. So it's not exactly Can you rent a, it? a value buy.
2: Rent it from someplace.
0: Interesting idea. We could look at that. We could look at that. <laughs>
2: we'll but, take that into consideration.
0: All right. So feed your dog collagen. Um, if something goes wrong, I'm not responsible for that. In fact, I'm going to take that back because I'd feel terrible if anything ever happened to somebody's dog because of me. Um,
2: so just give their dog casings, just
0: unwrap don't do case. that. No? don't do that. Um, yeah, that, that should be your takeaway from this is collagen is an acceptable dog treat sometimes. So <laughs> now it should be the electric sausage stuffers are on pre-order right now and they are on sale. Uh, we are taking 150 off of the 30 pound and 200 off of the 20 pound. I had to have that repeated to me a few times for it to get in the brain. Um, they will not be on that at that price at least until Christmas. If then, they probably won't be at that big a discount. So if you do want one, now would be the time to get it. We also like the fact that pre-orders are available through the through our current website. It makes things a lot simpler. Um, and who knows? Maybe they'll they'll get hot, and by the time they get here, they'll all be gone.
1: In a perfect world, and that's the way it's going to be. But we shall see. We uh, tried to guess on how many we would need to buy for the
0: first first go around, but hopefully, uh, while we, keeping some space around here. Yeah, because we've built new sheds and we're again out of space. So pretty amazing. Okay, all right. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.
2: Thanks for checking out the Meat podcast. To shop everything but the meat, head on over to WaltonsInc.com. And to get your meat processing questions answered by experts and enthusiasts alike, head on over to our online community at MeatGistics.com. Waltons, everything but the meat.